Hi everyone, this is Andrew Kuka. I'm a second year Stevenson Center cohort member, and with me is my classmate Derek Connolly. Hello there. We're coming to you from Aurora, Illinois, in our humble little apartment. <laughs> I'm making this podcast to tell you a little bit about uh, my experience here in the Stevenson Center. I thought I'd include Derek. So wait, I think we need to start out maybe start out with your background. How'd you end up at the Stevenson Center? Do you want me to start out and then you can yeah, talk about I'll, yourself? I'll, yeah. All right. So I'm from Vernon Township, New Jersey. So I got my bachelor's in sociology from Rutgers and real quick, you graduated from Rutgers and then what was your next move? You went you went directly into AmeriCorps. Right after college, I joined AmeriCorps NCCC, and that stands for the National Civilian Community Corps. Um, and while I was in NCCC, I was on a team with uh, 10 other people around my age, and we traveled around, and we did a lot of different projects from working with people with disabilities to um, building hiking trails in state parks to uh, converting an old uh, greenhouse into a community center in Wisconsin. Uh, we also built some Habitat for Humanity houses. And after my first year with AmeriCorps, I decided to sign on to another year, only this time uh, as a state and national position. With rebuilding together Burden County in New Jersey, uh, repairing houses that were uh, impacted by uh, Hurricane Sandy that had hit uh, a few years earlier and had flooded out a lot of houses. Wow! So it was all centered Did around it was all centered around like community development type things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how did that like? How did that turn into like you going into the science, the student center? Actually, how did you even find out about the student center? Um, well, AmeriCorps has a website where you can check what schools match the CEO Education Award. For me, what stood out at Illinois State and Student Center was like the financial package. Like as soon as you see that, you know, you start diving into like kind of some of the other aspects of if you could live there and, and what the program's like. I'm in economics. Actually, maybe this is a good time to tell <laughs> the readers about me and how I came to the Stevenson Center. You say so. <laughs> You're a guest, Derek. Well, I mean, let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, my name's Derek Conley, and I am from Carbondale, Illinois, which is in southern Illinois, far away from Chicago. Most people don't understand that. Uh, but I graduated from Southern Illinois University with a bachelor's in economics. Uh, I then was the manager um, of a nonprofit science center uh, for about a year, year and a half or so. And but really, I was just doing that, waiting to go to Peace Corps, um, which I eventually got to. I did uh, Peace Corps Costa Rica for two years, had an excellent experience there, working in a small village of about 600 people or so. 
um, and did a, a, a couple of projects. Um, just to like name a few, we uh, remodeled our uh, community center, we built an aqueduct, uh, we put an addition onto our uh, police station, and we built kind of uh, a community restaurant, uh, kind of by our soccer field and stuff. And then, of course, I did some other things. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I uh, taught English math and tutored math and science and stuff. But all in all, it was a, a great experience. After my Peace Corps experience, I started looking at uh, uh, graduate programs and... Uh, kind of the same experience with you. Uh, Peace Corps has a, a website. After you do Peace Corps, you can go on and see all these special like scholarships and stuff that you can, or fellowships that you can get. Yeah. Illinois State was like one of like, I don't know, like 10 or 12 that popped up. And I, I, you know, I wanted to know what the program was like and I saw what great financial package it was. And... Uh, ended up applying because you know that was a big part of it but it was also this focus on community development which not a lot of other programs had I'm right there with you like there's there's some tension in this sociology field not going to get into it that much but there's some tension um, between pure sociology and applied sociology, mm -hmm. I'm all about applied sociology and uh, actually getting out of the ivory tower and putting some of this knowledge to use. And that was like some awesome uh, feature of the Stevenson Center being a multidisciplinary. Um, well, that was part. I mean, there's like two parts to yeah. it, right? Because like. One, you're like actually learning about things that actually apply, and that was like a lot of the classes that we took together. It was like purely community development strategies for, you know, bettering your community. And then you also you also took the regular classes, like where you know you took like the heavy statistical class that you know it'd be really hard to actually apply it to something, but still had a lot of value. Mm -hmm. um, you know, learn learning some of those skills and stuff. But anyway, so you'd be sitting in a class, and especially, like, for economists, I always felt like we always just, like, our personalities even, like, aligned with that, where we would always look at numbers, and what did the numbers tell us? And then you get to sit in a class and talk about these philosophies, and you have the sociologist next to you talking about, you know, social impact and, and real change. So another thing is the cohort, right? Yeah. Aside from it being interdisciplinary and us playing off of, like, our differences ideologically, but aside from that, everyone in our cohort came in with some kind of service background, and I think that was something that was especially meaningful for me. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, it, like, it bled into, like, our personal lives, even. Like, we'd sit in, you know, you know, three-hour-long class talking about things, talking about, you know, whatever subject it was. Uh, and then, like, we'd be hanging out on a Saturday night, and then we'd, we'd sit there and we'd have, like, a 10-person free-for-all discussion for, like, another three hours. Yeah. And, like, that was kind of, like, uh, 
an added benefit that was unexpected because you know you have all these people with these different that come from these different ideologies and uh, different work experiences from different parts of the country who are all coming together uh, you know our cohort was full of a lot of intelligent people and just hearing other people talk and, and you know sometimes you you would you'd start to understand things better and like it, it didn't even feel like schoolwork or anything yeah like you were saying even the academic side of things it kind of um like dovetailed with our our experience and that really like added a lot of great context to what we were learning all right, so moving on, let's talk about our second um, year. I think this is my podcast, Derek. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Moving on, <laughs> let's talk about our second year. Uh, so, Derek, uh, why don't you start off? How has your professional practice been going so far? I mean, you've been working here in Aurora... At Invest Aurora, yes. a uh, economic development corporation. Organization. Organization. Yeah. Um, so, what you've been learning? How's it been? All right. So, I work for Invest Aurora, and we're basically kind of the economic, we're a nonprofit uh, economic development group. So, basically, the city entrusts us with. Um, attracting new businesses into the area and making sure that our existing businesses are are happy and they feel supported. Um, so we do this a number of ways. Uh, we do do things like we negotiate incentives with businesses that potentially want to come into the area. Um, we also have lots of programs uh, to help entrepreneurs. So um, for example, um, we do have people that will like look at business plans, um, things of that nature. We also had recently had a something like a Shark Tank event where basically entrepreneurs were allowed to come in, present their idea, and if they lose, then they are dropped into a Shark Tank. Exactly. If I'm understanding exactly. correctly. We had the shark taking everything, but no one lost. Every, everyone won. Everyone won. <laughs> but yeah, they got to come in and present their, their business idea, and then we had like a ton of prizes that they could win, and all the prizes were relating to like kind of like kicking off their their um, their business, like like getting like $500 of like graphic design work so they could get a logo or getting um, a space at like a co-working center um, so that they could have like an office for like, I think it was three months, like things like that and stuff. Uh, we also, you know, we have a focus on the downtown. So we, we have a, a downtown grant program, which basically we assist property owners in the rehabilitation of their property uh, with, with money. You know, we, we will pay for a certain cost if it's like kind of upgrading their uh, the physical structure of their building. This could be, you know, putting in a kitchen or fixing the facade. You know, it, you know, our grants on that range from like, I mean, like two thousand dollars all the way up to like a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, you're working on a lot, a lot of different projects. A lot of different. Right. We also we just started a revolving loan fund, which is 
is great. So it's a way of kind of giving loans to people who wouldn't ordinarily get them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do a lot for me personally. This is just I do I handle our social media and our website, which. You know, at first, I, when I heard, like, I was going to start doing that, I was kind of bummed. But then, like, once you, you get Why in, were you bummed? I just felt like it wasn't something, like, meaningful work. But then uh-huh. once you you get into it and stuff and you realize that, you know, you're kind of the marketing communications person. Like, right. You know, like, you're... It's a big deal. You need to make sure people know about these programs and make sure people know about, uh, you know, what's going on in the community. So that's that's what we do, you know. And that also counts for, like... Uh, we all I also write like press releases sometimes, and when we want like, you know, a story to go out so the the people can hear about you know what's going on with a particular piece of property and things like that. But um, yeah. Anyway, to you, you live in Aurora, which is what sixty miles west of Chicago. It's like thirty. Okay, thirty. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's like thirty. <laughs> But um, work in Chicago, how's how's your experience going? I'm working in downtown Chicago at an organization called Housing Action Illinois. They advocate for progressive housing policy in Illinois. But the department that I work in is training technical assistance, and uh, my department puts on uh, different training events for housing counselors. Uh, in Illinois, and actually I'm working on a uh, new rental curriculum for them. Uh, Another big part of what I do is manage the intermediary, and how that works is HUD uh, gives Housing Action a large grant that we distribute to 26 different housing counseling organizations. and my responsibility is checking all the paperwork that the 26 housing counseling organizations send in and working with them to correct any mistakes that might have been made or if they're having problems with their uh, client management system or their how they're keeping track of their hours. So I'm always talking with with people from all these different organizations and it's pretty eye-opening seeing uh, how so many different <coughs> housing counseling organizations function. Alright, well that about wraps it up for us. I think we're ready. So this is Andrew Kuka and Derek Conley signing out. Alright, it's been real. See ya.